let's go back to the Roman guest line. Right now, we are joined by Alan Bell of Sportsline. If you missed his NFL breakdown, you can check it out. Type in BetMGM tonight wherever you listen to your podcast. He's joining us right now to talk more college football. And I'm going to hand you over to one of our top college football handicappers in the biz. Rumor has it he's hitting 66% of his picks on the year. Don't think your favorite capper can do that. He's your favorite capper's favorite capper. Ryan Horvath, talk to Alan Bell about your uh, your Egg Bowl. Yeah, Alan, let's talk a little Egg Bowl because you'll be working, we'll be working, Trista and I will be enjoying some. Uh, if you want to, if you're in the area, if you're in D.C., we're actually having some Arby's. No, shout out to Cam's wife who will be providing the <laughs> the, the meal, the pregame and postgame meal for us. So shout out to her. Uh, we love right. her. So Ole Miss is two-point dogs in this spot, right? Mississippi two-point favorites. We talked early on in the season about how we were going to play all these Ole Miss overs, and I'm not going to lie, man. I've been playing a lot of unders. Um, 64 and a half is the total. I like Will Rogers actually in this matchup, and I think I'm going to be fading Ole Miss for the first time in a while in this spot, and I think I kind of like the under. Um, what are your thoughts, if any, on this one? All right, so first off, let, let, let's diagnose that in the last 24 hours, we've seen three points of line movement, yeah. okay? It's gone Ole Miss minus one to Ole Miss plus two. Why? Right, like, and I ask why because there's nobody on Mississippi State side that they're getting back that's going to be three points worth of value, and there's nobody on Ole Miss except Matt Corral that's going to move a line like that. And if Matt Corral didn't play, it would be Mississippi State minus ten. I don't. Like, so it's, 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 it's it's dumb, but I feel like because he like announced that he's done, you know, he's he's going pro. That like maybe like the narrative is that he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to get hurt. He's because like the yeah. way that he plays the game this year has changed so much. That's that's why he's going to be, if not the first quarterback selected, probably the second, because he added that dynamic using his legs. But the only problem is he's got some Joey Burrow in him where he doesn't like to slide. So that's the only thing. Like, why why is this line moving? I was like, does anybody have COVID? Like, what's going on? I know. I, I, I can't really figure it out. And trust me, I have dug in every single yeah. source and person that I know in both of these programs, and I, I can't really figure it out. It's just money movement, right? So let me say this. Uh, it is, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to fade Mississippi state right now. They're playing excellent football and it, 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 there's something here and there's something wrong and something weird with this game. And I don't know what it is and I'm not going to speculate, but I'm going to go with Mississippi state because I think wow. that now that we've seen it minus two, I don't, I, I think that we're going to see even more tonight and tomorrow morning. So give me Mississippi state. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I know that they yeah. are playing more consistent football right now. They don't miss this. So, yeah, give me Mississippi State. Right. I was about to call you Ryan. Uh, Alan, Cincinnati in Eastern Carolina, right? Cincinnati, the new kid on the block. They keep crying. We want to be in the top four. Put us in the top four. Okay, you're there. All right? Suck it up. You're finally there. Now they have East Carolina at 330 yeah. on Saturday. But they're only favored by 14. Am, am I missing something in that game? Like, shouldn't this, shouldn't this be an easy play on Cincinnati? You, get, you think they can get got by East Carolina, or at least for East Carolina to cover the number? Well, let me say this. I, I don't think that they get got, right? Like, I think, like, Cincinnati's going to win this game, right. okay? Yeah. However, it's not like that they have been covering these double-digit spreads. And I think that once that now that they are number four, like, not that, that they're playing like they know it. They're playing that they have something, you know, bigger to play for, right? Like, they've got a conference championship uh, next week uh, against Houston, I believe, and then, you know, they win that, get in the college football playoffs. So give me East Carolina with the points. Cincinnati wins the game, and they might not necessarily even play bad, right? But if you're giving me double digits with Cincinnati now knowing that they have these things lined up, right? yeah, I, I, I don't think that it's a blowout at all. Do they get a little uh, complacent, yeah. though? Really? 
I think that they just try to get in and get out, right? right? right, like, right, right. I think it's one of those games, like, you almost play it like an NFL team, like we talked about with the Baltimore Ravens. Like, you just go in, handle your business, get the win. The, you don't care about style points anymore. None of that matters. Just get the win, be healthy, and get the hell out of there. Alan, when we're talking about rivalry games and rivalry mm-hmm. week, we can kind of, like, throw everything out in terms of stats and personnel. I mean, this is just grit. This is just two teams that have hated each other for as long as they've hated each other and they don't even know why anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you personally handicap – rivalry weeks given the fact that so much is almost intangible yeah it's a good question and i think that you have to look at the individual teams okay and you have to look at where they're at in the season and what they have going on so you look at alabama auburn okay that's always been a wild game especially when it's played at jordan Hare at auburn however uh nick saban he knows what they have lined up in front of them but they're not a team that has been covering big spreads either, right? So right. I think that, again, it's Alabama saying, you know, kind of that pro mindset of let's get in, let's handle our business, but we've got bigger things to play for. We have Georgia next week, and then the college football play a possibly after that, right? So I don't think that it's anything to where in the second half that they are doing anything that is necessarily risky, nor risky to their starters, especially on offense. So if you're giving me Auburn 19 and a half, yeah, I'll take that. Alabama wins the game. They're probably up near 30 at halftime, right? But I think that it's just kind of that natural thing of, well, all right, whatever. Like, let's just win and get the hell out of here because style points don't matter. But you look at, you know, maybe some other games, right? Like, and I'm not saying this is a rivalry game. I'm just using it because I'm here in Tennessee. Like a Tennessee-Vanderbilt playing against each other. Vanderbilt is just looking to get the hell out of the season, right? And Tennessee, it's kind of been a nice season for them, right? Like they've had a lot of craziness happen. A lot of coverage. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) Yeah, so Tennessee's looking at it saying, dude, let's have some fun. Like let's blast this team. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you just kind of have to look at each individual matchup. You know, is there a team? Is there a quit factor on one side, you know, of that matchup? Uh, I think things like that, like that's really where, you know, your meat uh, is going to be. Alan, before we let you go, I want to get your favorite plays for college football, but I also want to know if you're going to do anything, and it's kind of like narrative-based, but there's two coaches that will not be back. You got, obviously, for Florida, Dan Mullen, and uh, they're taking on Florida State, so it's a rivalry game, so obviously they'll get up for that. And then you look at LSU, Coach O, this is going to be his last game. Are you playing either of those teams just because maybe, like, you know, like especially for Coach O, like that locker room loves him. He's get he's yeah. gone because of what, what happened off the field. Like, let's be honest with Coach O. Yeah, so I, I think you just nailed it right there. Like, I like LSU in that spot. I love Florida, Florida State under. Right. I, I don't think either of these teams are going to care. And you've got two teams that have good defensive lines, no offensive lines. So you're probably going to see a lot of, you know, uh, uh, possessions that go – uh, from the 20 to about the 45 and a punt on yeah. both sides, right? So, yeah, I, I think you nailed it right there. LSU, that's a live play. Florida, Florida State, that is just going to be an awful, awful game. What are, Take the uh, under on that one. What are your favorite yeah. ones for the weekend in college football? I'll, I'll give you one. I'll tell you what. I have one play. All right. And you take a three and eight Temple team, okay, who's just looking to get out of the season. They had 23 players out of practice yesterday with the flu. So when you're trying to just end the year, what's the last thing you want to see? A service academy running the triple option of <laughs> offensive linemen just cut blocking you all damn day long. Take Navy, minus 12 and a half. Yeah. It is going to be a bloodbath. 
Alan, quick question before we got to let you run very, very quickly. Yep. Dan Mullen fired at Florida. Obviously, McIlwain fired Ooh. before him. Why can't Florida find a good coach, a decent Ooh. coach? I don't know. And there's no, there's no other good teams in that state, really, except UCF, right? Like, you've got all the recruiting. I don't know why they can't fix this. It's not that hard. Florida has all the advantages in the world. This really should not be that difficult. Alan, thank you so much. That's Alan of CBS Sportsline. And before we let you go, Alan, make sure you do one thing. Before stuffing your face with sweet potato pie, you got to take the Bet MGM tonight turkey leg parlay. I'm trying to tell you, it's boosted. Six to one, Alan. Uh, you know what? I'm in. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take it right Show now. Show us that bet uh, slip it. on Twitter. Make sure you do that. Let me make it real quick. What Show is us it? your slips. It's the Lions that cover three and a half as dogs. The old, the under in Raiders Cowboys and the big one. And it's the on over, the app. Forty six and a half. Just Bills go on the app. It's right and there. Bills and Saints. Got it. They literally created right, it for in. us. Thank you so Show much, us Alan. Slip. That's our guy, Alan Bell. Thank him once again for joining us.